Hi there. In this episode, I'd like to tell you a bit about myself and share with you my journey so far. I'm an intuitive business mentor. I'm an entrepreneur. I've published several books that have become bestsellers. I'm an award-winning business growth consultant, and I'm also an international speaker. I've worked with thousands of business owners and executives in the areas of personal fulfillment, scaling businesses, and maximizing mental performance. What I do extremely well is putting people on the right track in life, what would bring the maximum fulfillment and how to create a business around their purpose. But let me go back to the early years. You see, I was the seventh son to be born in my family. It was a typical middle-class family living in Dublin and Ireland. Um, most things growing up were the same as everyone else, going through school, like most teenagers, trying to figure out what career I would take, but not really wanting to go to university. My whole focus was to get a job and start earning money. I've worked in all types of businesses from the inspector taxes to investment brokers to manufacturing in the aircraft industry to construction and then to nationwide retail. In each company, I progressed very quickly through all the levels of management to having C-suite positions. I've been involved in company turnarounds, mergers, acquisitions, and scaling businesses of all types. I then set up my own consultancy business in 2001, focusing on, on helping SME businesses to grow and scale. Now, from the outside world, I would regularly be referred to as being very successful. It was like everything I touched turned to gold. I've had everything, a great family, the big car, multiple houses, multiple holidays, multiple business revenue streams, everything that most people aspire to. I've traveled to different places around the world. I've jumped out of airplanes as well as flown many different types of aircraft. But here's the thing. All that time, I felt like an imposter. I felt like a fraud. While on the outside, I had all these things and was functioning and performing amazingly well. But on the insides, I just didn't want to be alive. For as long as I can remember, I had an inner desire to check out of this world. I just couldn't bear living. For many years, I just thought it was somewhat normal that everyone felt the same way. So I never said anything or discussed it with anyone. Then after a few years into my marriage, I realized it wasn't normal, but I still wouldn't tell anyone. So I tried all the conventional and the non-conventional methods to deal with my depression and thoughts of suicide. Now, looking back, I described myself as acting normal while feeling suicidal. And yet still none of the conventional and non-conventional methods worked. So I continued my life, but regularly contemplating and planning suicide. It was weird. On the, on the one hand, I wanted to end my life. Yet on the other, I wanted to find a solution to my depression. Now, while on the outside world, I conveyed that everything was great, everything was fine. But yet inside, I was planning and contemplating my way of ending it all. Then towards the end of 2011, my brother passed away suddenly. And while I was there with him when he passed, I couldn't help but wish to swap places with him. He had just come out of surgery and having spoken to the doctor that had operated on him, she told me that they had done everything possible, but there's nothing that more they could do. Um, and he only had literally a few hours left to live. So I spent the time telling him much he was loved, that everything was going to be fine, um, all was, was going to be looked after. And when the chaplain came along to give Eugene the last rites, I knew then that I needed to call my brothers. I called each of them, told them what was happening, and those that could come managed to get there just before Eugene passed away. Now Eugene was 53 and he had a partner with two young kids. I was 43 at the time. And in the months that followed, as we all come to terms naturally with somebody passing away and doing the usual day-to-day -day things that everybody does, 
I was experiencing something completely different. For the first time in my life, I experienced what it was like for somebody literally to put their fist into my chest and rip out my heart. The whole world looked and felt completely different to me. What I was doing in business world just didn't make sense anymore. But it was also a turning point in my life. While Eugene was trying to hang on to life, I had wanted out of life. And it was at that moment that I decided, actually, do you know what? I need to, I need to figure out and do my own research to literally stop the thoughts of depression and stop the thoughts and the planning of suicide. And it was only then that I decided and make a decision that this is what I was going to do and that's what I was going to dedicate the rest of my life to doing. And if I did, I would try my best to help others that were experiencing similar to my own thoughts. So I dove into research, learning from all the different specialists and mentors. And while I was looking for one thing that would solve it all, I actually found that it was a combination of a number of different things that made all the difference. And also, more importantly, that made it sustainable. And not only that, but the difference that it made for other people that I worked with as clients was absolutely amazing. And the ones, meaning the clients that I worked with that didn't have depression or thoughts of suicide, the results were absolutely outstanding. So in some respects, in my mind, Eugene still lives on. Without those last moments that I spent alone with Eugene, might not have given rise to being the catalyst for me in doing the work that I'm doing right now at the moment. For me, that was the collateral beauty that came out of the event of September 2011. What is the combination of different things that make it work? Well, that's what I call the executive code. And on the next episode, I'll explain what the executive code is and why I call it the executive code. So please tune into the next episode and I look forward to connecting with you then.